My Little Organic Garden, or My Log, was founded by Dunya Merrill Georgievic in 2010. Then in 2013, on a retreat in Santa Barbara for the Living Beauties, Dunya and I met. We talked about how to achieve optimum health. Dunya is a filmmaker and a master organic gardener. I, Anne Myra, also known as Annie Walton Teeter, I'm a singer-songwriter, a children's book author, and a writer, as well as a visual artist. We believe that art is life and that life is art. So let's plant some seeds in this fertile soil and thrive. We decided to join forces to discuss everything from plant-based meals to Juice Plus and our tower gardens. We want to give back and save the planet and the inhabitants on it, humans, creatures. We hope to learn to give and receive and inspire girls and women to reach for the stars because we're all made of stardust after all. My log is a beautiful metaphor for making the garden of life and sharing our bounty. Dig it. Please follow us on Instagram at My Little Organic Garden or on Facebook or our website is MyLittleOrganicGarden.com. Hello, Dunya. Oh, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm I'm good. Thanks. Um, I, I'm just feeling like I don't think I've ever recorded in this room before with you. Um, Which room are you in your little office? I'm in my office and I just heard the dog pitter pattering and I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if you can hear her little paws on the wood floor. No, no, I'm... we cannot. We can't <laughs> hear those. But it's a good segue, her little paws on the floor That's on, true. <laughs> on our topic <laughs> grounding <laughs> yes tonight our topic is grounding I love this topic it's um, very interesting and meaningful to me personally I've had um, an interesting kind of journey and discovering how wow. much I need grounding personally and kind of discovering and learning about what that even means. Do you know what, what does grounding mean to you? Well, let's see. I have always loved to have my feet in the dirt when I'm gardening and or in the sand walking on the beach and or on the rocks if I'm out in Joshua Tree in the desert. It's just a really good way to ground yourself and get connected and with the universe and with the elements. And um, there are also, however, many uses that are different than just walking and being outside barefoot. Many people use it even for things like PTSD and stuff like um, 
and they can use or even as a type of meditation mm-hmm. um, so that's what it just said actually because uh, I remember I said I was just going to look up the definition what <laughs> so is it, the definition of grounding well I just didn't really so it says um let's see there's several different types of of grounding there's several different ways and you can use it as a coping technique for anxiety and they basically go through the steps for doing that, which is, I can do it right now, which is five, acknowledge five things you see around you Four: acknowledge four things that you can touch around you. Three, acknowledge three things that you hear around you two acknowledge two things that you can smell one acknowledge one thing that you can taste and that is a coping technique for anxiety and ptsd that's wonderful actually well grounding from what you just said and from my experience with it it's a very purely sensory thing And since, as you say in our intro, we're all made of stardust after all, which I love because it's such a wonderful reminder that we're, you know, energetic beings that um, we sometimes forget that. And some of us are more, you know, people are slightly different and have different nervous systems and sensitivities and empaths like I think I know I am and you probably are too. Um, you know, feelings can overwhelm you and um, can be a huge factor. I'm a highly, highly, um, like emotionally sensitive person. So I feel what other people are feeling. I feel very much what I'm feeling. And sometimes I just feel a lot. And yes, can... like that song by Feist. She says, I feel it all. I feel it all. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. I love her. I love that song. We, we, I wish we could play that right now, but yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I guess I have a little anecdote to share. So to me, grounding, what I've learned about it over the years is literally, um, and it's something that we've gotten away from by wearing shoes. So, you know, wearing rubber-soled shoes kind of uh, separates you from the ground. And then, of course, cement and asphalt separates you but if you walk barefoot simply on the sand or grass on the earth your the energy flows from the earth's core up you know through and you know there's an energetic exchange with your body that helps the energy move and stabilize so it helps like grounding kind of like an antenna you're grounding um, a lot of things, maybe excess energy. But to give an example, I'm going to just share a really quickly, hopefully short anecdote about what I did at a very, very critical moment in my life where I was um, overwhelmed and experienced something very extreme that I had never experienced before. And, um, you know, it was an extreme moment because I, like you, am a cancer survivor. So the, 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 when I got that diagnosis, and I'm not in general, even though I am sensitive, I am not a fearful person at all. I feel I've always felt myself as a very, 
even though highly emotional, a grounded person. Like I, um, so it's an interesting sort of dichotomy. But when I got the news of that, be that I, in fact, the tests came back and yes, I had breast cancer. I, something just entered my body, this fear that I'd never experienced in my life. And so, you know, of course it was overwhelming and all these things go through your head and blah, blah, but the fear just stayed there. And I didn't know, I was like, oh my God, how do I get this out of my body? And, and it didn't go away like a few minutes later or next day it was still there. It was like this gripping fear feeling in my chest that just was there. And I impulsively just went to the, it was the summer, this was right in July, and I went to Zuma Beach, and I remember telling um, my husband to drop me off, and I'm going to be there for a while. And I just laid on the sand, and the heat of this hot sand felt so incredibly soothing. And I lay there for hours, and literally three hours later, four hours later, you know, he came and picked me up. And the next day I said, we're going back to the same spot. I'm doing that again. And I did this. Well, I, I did it because out of need, I didn't know, you know, it wasn't like, it was more just an impulsive, intuitive way of dealing with this very, very uh, disconcerting, uncomfortable uh, feeling in my body and by the third day I literally felt like all of this this gripping fear just drained from my body and left and after that I I really felt I was going to be okay even though I you know it was a journey and all of you know that's a whole nother story but that part of it once that went and so I have thought about that because then grounding became a whole movement and there's many books about grounding and there's even like special beds that you can buy that are made for for grounding purposes. And I remember watching a show not too long ago and like if you travel, let's say, if you want to get rid of, you know, the the time difference and it affecting your sleep and jet lag, take off your shoes wherever you're going and just find a place to walk on the grass and you will get grounded to that place in that place specifically on the planet and your body will adjust very quickly. Um, So I guess, I guess the, the, the takeaway is try and just spend every day some time barefoot, um, is the simplest way to really ground yourself. Oh, that's and, a good way. And this here is the definition you asked before. It says grounding yourself is the process of balancing your physical, emotional, mental energy state and reconnecting them all together. Right. Right. And it's something that happens without any thought. It can happen without you even knowing it, but you certainly know it when you're out of sorts or out of balance or feeling ungrounded. And, um, you know, when teaching Kundalini yoga, there were definitely techniques that, that helped ground you and visualizing 
you know, roots coming out of your feet and going deep into the earth and you being connected sort of to all the natural elements around you. Um, so I love that list you read where you, that for PTSD, that just anxiety can be also uh, addressed with grounding and just using your senses to be in the space to feel and touch and hear and smell and taste. Um, yes, all that. and then I also found this, this, let's see, this lists several different ways to ground. It says, connecting with nature, walking barefoot outside, feel the grass under your feet, the coolness of it, the texture of it, Sand is also great to walk on. Dig your toes and heels. Bury your feet in the sand. Gardening, long nature walks. Those are all good for grounding yourself. Yeah, yeah. Also, and, you know, baths and showers, which is funny because that yes. goes to our one last week or whatever. Yes, taking baths yes, and we talked about that. Can be powerful grounding elements. Water right. running over your hair or your head and down your body is also very potent. Right. As right. having a bath with warm water, bubbles, or scented candles, right. maybe Epsom salt. In a darkening room with a candle, that's good for grounding. Yeah. Scents and I'm... smells. Smells can be really powerful in grounding ourselves. Find one that works for you. Lavender is well known for giving a relaxing feeling, but you know of many others. You do the essential oils. And then it also says hard exercise. When you're not sure how to ground yourself, try hard physical exercise, cycling, cardio, or running, but don't overdo it. Yeah. These are a few things that can try to that can help us ground ourselves. Love it. And I'm experiencing that. I've been to the gym pretty much every day, Monday through Friday for the past, I think this is my second week or third week. I'm trying to remember now. Uh, I think but, it's going on your third week. Yeah, it's my third week. That's exciting. That's great. It's amazing. I mean, this is the first for me to be doing this every single day, Monday That's so Friday. good for you. Yeah. And I'm pushing myself and it is hard and it does make me feel way more grounded throughout the day. So I, I love that because I do, I do tend to um, get on, I can get ungrounded and off kilter by uh, stress and by just like I said, different things that I absorb you know, other right. people's energies and they, they, they totally can, um, you know, especially even when I was younger, they would really, I'd get Affect you. affected, yes. just go off into the ozone. I felt like I was just out, almost out of my body. It was mm. weird. And so all of these things are, you know, we discover what, what works and what doesn't and smells. Oh my God, are fantastic. Especially yes, lavender, but woodsy kind of like cedar and yes, um, sandalwood, sandalwood, all these very earthy are so good for me because they bring me right as if you're walking on a forest floor barefoot and just feeling the smell of the pine needles and things like that. That's extremely grounding. And I remember, you know, I did all of these amazing alternative things when I was going through cancer. That was one of the amazing perks of that whole journey that I indulged in all the things I always wanted to do in self-care, like alternative things. And one of them was this hot 
oil head, um, uh, I guess it was a massage, but what she did, and this was kind of an ancient practice of sorts, where she heated this very aromatic oil and then poured it on my head and then massaged it into my head. Oh my God. I will never, I mean, this was years ago and I still remember And where did you do that? This was at a place in Long Beach. There was a wonderful wellness center and I had met this practitioner and I just somehow knew that I needed to go see what she did. And this is what she did. In fact, if I could track it down, I actually videotaped that because at the time I was doing a video sort of diary of sorts of my whole cancer journey. So I have all kinds of footage and I remember like specifically because I knew this would be so cool visually. And in fact, I think it was. I bet it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I once I was in Tunisia way before breast cancer. But I was in Tunisia and we went to the Hum Hum and they did an amazing hot oil treatment on your hair and full body massages and with amazing essential yeah. oils and it was so good. Yeah. Oh well, of course, God. massage grounding, yeah. very yes. grounding. Yeah. And for me, it's always been such an indulgence and now I just am like always thinking when I'm going to book my next massage because it just needs to be a regular <laughs> week you know a regular thing once a month because, or twice yeah, a month or yeah, something. Yeah, yes. yeah yeah absolutely I agree it really makes a difference and you know like you were saying that's during that time of feeling really to need more grounding is when I got my hands immersed in the dirt and that's when my little organic garden was born out of that really right I just got obsessed with the with planting and and just gardening that's all I really wanted to do and so it sort of led into this whole practice and world that I was just so in love with the whole uh, I still am, but at the yes. time I really was. <laughs> and so well, and my here, we are, and yeah. here we are. Yeah, and here so we are. And so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for this awesome topic. It's such an important one. And like I said, there's lots of really interesting books on it. There's many people who've taken this to a whole nother level. Um, so if anyone's interested in finding more, the information is there. It definitely is. Thanks. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Sleep well. Bye. You too. Bye.